show this is season three episode 118 how do you do it (laughs) i'm super glad that you clicked play my name is hannah guzman and i am your host founder creator producer everything on this podcast girl so if you love us share with your friends share with stories subscribe to our podcast if you see any opportunities for me in, in your city hit me up let's get to work But you know what? I'm excited about this episode. I really am. I did an inquiry on Instagram this week uh, and asked me anything. Well, last week at this point. Asked me anything and I got some really good questions. One which I actually saved because I I feel like I didn't do it justice for the person that answered me. Because I only do 15-second videos on like IG stories because I feel that I lose people. When I don't have, you know, like I just, I don't like stories on stories on stories of somebody just blabbing. (laughs) No offense if you do that, but to me, I don't. Because I feel like you lose the message if you don't send it quick and concise. But, you know, not everybody is me. Not everybody is, you know, the speaker extraordinary good with words that I can get it out in 15 seconds. But the question was, are you ready? Are you ready? Were you afraid when you started this journey? Question mark. And how do you how you kept going on? So, question is again. Were you afraid when you started this journey? How you kept going on? So you know, not sure. I know a lot of you. I I know a handful of you listen to me every week, just because I I hear feedback and I love you so so much. But if this is your very first episode or you're not really you don't want to listen all the way to episode one. Uh, shout out to whoever was in Des Moines, USA. I saw you. You listened to a lot of episodes uh, last week. What's good? Hit me up on DM. But um, yeah, was I afraid? I'm always afraid. I'm afraid of everything. But you know what? Something that I have more fear of is not knowing what could have happened. I refuse to be you know, God willing, 80 years old and sitting there and wondered why didn't I start that podcast? So my personal brand advice from Hannah was developed four years ago in March. And I did it as a, in a sense, I needed a space to be myself. At that point, I didn't know that. I was just creating a space to to see things that I didn't see online, right? It was a lot and still is a lot of Photoshop, a lot of glamorous moments. And, you know, I am pretty glam. Uh, 
but I do spit real shit. <laughs> you know, I try to make sure that I'm being my most authentic self whenever I show up on camera, on the mic, in stories, on words. I try to be as authentic and transparent as possible without, um, in a sense, you know, something I used to have a lot of purses. Now at this point, I have four. Isn't that crazy? But, um, anyways, I. I try to be as transparent as possible. And at that point, I wasn't seeing anything that was like me online. So I was sitting on my bed and with my former partner. And I said, advice from Hannah. And that was it. It just flowed out my mouth. And it was just something that I created right there on the spot. I didn't really think about it. And I opened an Instagram page. Truth be told, I made my password Hannah123. Because I really didn't think this was going to go anywhere. I thought I was going to be 100 pages in. 100 pages, sorry. 100 were, like, 100 followers was my goal. And after that, I was going to shut this page down, and I didn't really care. You know, that's how I started. And I started just being myself. At that point, I was in the hindsight of losing a ton of weight. I was, quote-unquote, the biggest I had been, uh, which was 100 and 62 pounds back then I'm bigger now than I was back then but you know we'll get into that into another day and I really just wanted to talk about feeling inadequate and how people would judge me on my body which I'm still talking about and it still hasn't stopped but you know here we are today and I went on stage for speaker slam and I talked about body imperfections and I started this thing I started connecting with people I started following like pages that I, I felt connected to. And some of those pages are still with me today. Some of those people have become my very, very good friends. Others departed. And that's okay too, because not everybody is meant to stay on the journey. I've learned a lot. My very first speaking gig was December of that very first year. I had sent over 200 DMs to different people, promoting myself as a speaker, though I had never held the mic at that point. And all I wanted to do was speak on stage and be Oprah. I still want to be Oprah, but I want to be Hannah. I've learned along the way that I can only be myself and that who I am and the interviewer that I've turned into is nothing like the interviewer I was once upon a time. And it'll only keep evolving and it'll only keep growing as as time goes by. But the, the creme of the creme of my existence has always been interviews. I love interviews. I love interviewing people. I'm a generally curious person. I believe that an interview, the host is supposed to be more attentive and let the other person speak because they have a story to to share. One of my pet peeves, y'all, is whenever I'm hearing an interview and the host is talking more than the guest. Like, if that's the case, then just do a solo episode or just sit there and talk about yourself on your show. But, you know. That's just one of my pet peeves. And I started doing these interviews on IG just with the people that was following me. You know, I had like 200 followers at that point. Granted, I'm, I'm only, I only have like 1890 or something. I can't break 2000. I don't know what it is or what I'm doing wrong. Or maybe this is just my cap. And I've grown so much more in the podcast than I have on Instagram. So it's where my real worth is at, I find. So I start doing these interviews and the people that would follow me at that point were like 
Hannah, but I missed the interview. Can you make the interview later? So I'd be doing interviews at 10 p.m., 11 p.m., midnight. No. Can I have it in the morning? So I'd be doing interviews at, like, you know, my lunchtime break. And, you know, I was just all over the place with these interviews until finally, I think, I don't know, so many people had asked me, can you start a podcast because your interviews are so good and we always miss them. And at that point, I didn't have anything. Um, in a sense, I didn't have anything that you could save interviews like they do now. It took me a minute and I got a mic for my birthday. And it sat in the box <laughs> for a couple months. Sat in the box for a solid three, four months. I wasn't ready for it. I had no idea what podcasting was. I never had a podcast. I've never done anything. And, you know, in the midst of all of that, I started collaborating. I'm huge on collaboration. I believe that, you know, creative and collaborations are the bane of my existence. It's been um, something I really do enjoy working with like-minded or different-minded individuals and just creating something so unique and so special that it really just, you know, expands and rises both our brands or both our missions. It's just, or multiple people at this point. And thanks to this pandemic, I haven't been able to do that very well. And I'm really hopeful that I can. If you want to collab with me on anything, you know, just hit me up then. Hit me up. I'm always open and willing to hear ideas and see if it works out. But that's kind of how I started. I plugged in the microphone to my USB laptop at that point, And I said, hey, it's your girl, Hannah. <laughs> and I started rocking ever since. My first interview was my mentor friend, dear, dear friend in Abu Dhabi, um, Ayat Meki. She was my very, very first interview. And I was just floored for the fact that my first interview was an international guest. And that's just me. That's the nature of me. I do things, but I want to do them exceptionally well, and I want to do them the way that I want to do them. I don't want to do them how anybody else wants to. I don't know if that's going to be a downfall of mine in the future. I'll let you guys know. But as it stands right now, I normally roll solo, and I, I can work well in the team. But once I have an idea and I want to develop it, I seldomly ask um, for permission, in a sense, because I do what I want, and I say what I want. Um, it's always been that way, ever since I was a kid. But yes, that's how I started. The business side of things and the events that I kind of just walked into them. I remember speaking to my uncle, who's like my dad. I've, I've spoken about him. Um, so my mom's youngest brother, when I was born, he was in his early 20s. So I was his first taste of like children, I guess. He didn't have kids at that point. He had two nephews. No, wait. Two, well, in the DR, like close by to him two nephews and a niece which was me so he really treated us like kids and I remember talking to him and saying hey I want to be a speaker and I want to have my own brand and I want to do workshops and I want to develop a product I've yet to develop a product and I want to write a book I've yet to write the book and I want to do all these things but I don't know how and he told me and I hope you really take this gem in he told me hang around people that are already doing the thing that you want to do and honestly my dog is barking so you guys are gonna have to deal with it so sorry so he said to me he said to me hang around with people that are doing the thing that you want to do and eventually you're gonna start doing it too 
And that takes me to my next point of this. And it's the people around you really do mark a difference in your entrepreneurial journey or any sort of journey that you want to go on. If you want to start something and the people that surround you aren't supportive or they just don't get it, don't feel discouraged. I've been there before myself numerous times. I'm still there right now in in different areas of my life with different people. But if you want to do something extraordinary with your life, you have to build habits and do things differently to get a different outcome. You can't be doing the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different outcome. You have to change and you have to evolve. And that's the thing about being a creative. I consider myself a creative. And it's that you're in constant, at least for me, I'm in constant create mode. It's where I'm happiest. But I've learned over time that I have to feel a certain emotion to create. It's just, I have to be in the zone. I have to be, you know, everything has to be cleared. I, I can't have anything obstructing my view. I, I can't have, if I have a big feeling, then that's great. Sometimes I can use it as my ammunition. Other times, my feelings just don't let me create. And I have to sit in them and then let the feelings subside and then create. Or if not, that's when the writing comes in. So, you know, I have to do things differently if I want a different outcome. And that sometimes includes not having the same people around. So if you're somebody who's listening to me right now and you want to develop something and you tell your best friend and then your best friend says, you're whack shit crazy, that ain't going to work. It's not that your best friend or your cousin or your significant other doesn't support you. It's that they've never seen that version of you. So they don't feel that you can do it because they've never seen it before. So in order to develop something, in order to do anything in life in general, whether it's professionally or it's personally or you want to develop something, or heck, even if you want to lose weight, or you want to start eating healthy, or you want to have kids, it doesn't necessarily have to be business related. It could also be a personal growth, uh, a personal growth journey that you're on. Not everyone is meant to see color. Some people are stuck in black and white. In 1D, you're 4D, right? So when you're explaining color to somebody and they don't comprehend, don't feel discouraged. I've learned along the way and learned that the fucking hard way is not to get discouraged when somebody doesn't understand your idea. Because at the end, you in your heart, if it's the idea that you have in your heart, if it's you know it, you know it in your mind, in your heart, in your body, your soul, that the thing that you want to develop, the thing that you want to do is going to work, then by God, you go do it. Okay? I don't have to understand. Mama doesn't have to understand. You and God if you're religious or the universe or whatever you believe in. Those are the only two people that have to that have to believe in it and you gotta go out there and pursue it to the death of you. Um I'm a very driven person, very disciplined. And that's kind of how I kept going. I have been podcasting for over a hundred fifteen episodes. You guys have seen this. I've been grinding on the ground so hard. You know, I've been trying to make connections. I've been doing this and I feel I have yet to even scratch the surface of what I want to do. Um, yes, I've done great things and, and yes, I'm proud of myself. And, you know, I've 
I've developed so many different ideas and so many different concepts for so many different people that I don't speak about. You know, my brainstorming sessions, if you've ever jumped on one with me, you know they're gold. And because I have just such a wide variety of ideas and I question everything and I have contacts that I can pull from. And, you know, it's just one of those things that I enjoy doing. But I like to push individuals to a limit that they've never seen any seen. But in retrospect, it inspires me to also push myself and to also inspire myself to do more. There's so many things that I want to develop that I have yet to be to be able to do. Um, you guys know all my feels and everything that I've been in for the last little bit, but um, I'm slowly coming out of it. I'm actually really happy about it, and I, I've had really good days um, where I've been super content and, and just going with my new routine and setting new goals. So I, ha- I have been feeling better, and I, I'm happy for myself, you know. Sometimes you just have to big up yourself, and this is what I'm doing right now in this episode, and I'm bigging you up too. You know, it's been a rough two years. This pandemic thing has kicked our butts. You know, it's been very successful for some people. Other people know, um, some people in between. But, you know, we're here, and if you're listening to me, that means that you at least have Wi-Fi. And if you have Wi-Fi, that means you can get some work done. So the question was, how do I keep going? I keep myself going. I was raised by a single mom. I know I've said this before, but um, I was raised by a single mom and I have single mom strength. I didn't know that was a term until it was told to me a couple months back. You know that thing, I just don't quit. I don't quit. It's just that single mom strength in me that I want to see things better. I want to see things through. I believe wholeheartedly that I meant to do phenomenal things in life, and they may not pan out to the scale that I want them to. Maybe God has something even bigger in store for me, or maybe I'm supposed to make a local impact. You know, I it's just one of those things that I, what has kept me going is myself, my big belief in things, and you. You listening to me, oh my God, you guys have kept me going. You have no idea, because I know you listen. Right, I know there's people that feel the message. They don't necessarily like my content. They don't share it. They don't comment. They just view it or listen to it, and they don't say a word. You know what I mean? So it it's one of those things that I know that I'm impacting. I know that I'm motivating. I know that I'm uplifting. And unfortunately, you're not always going to get praise for that. I don't. Shit. I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, I think I will never get the praise that I deserve ever, just ever. Um, with the just how I continue walking in life I don't think I'll ever get enough flowers for all the stuff that I do but in in hindsight of that on the flip side of that maybe I don't need to be acknowledged maybe just me acknowledging my own journey and acknowledging my struggles and acknowledging my adversity and acknowledging everything that I've been through that's what needs to happen because I know one thing and I can put money on it. If you right now are going through it and you're hitting adversity right in the face, the person that's coming after the adversity is done is unbreakable. You're going to be unbreakable because through that adversity, you would have learned so darn much that once you're on the other side, you're going to be like, shoot, I could go through that again if I'm going to learn what I just learned. Right? So always look at things 
you know, if you're if you're down in dumps, if you're going through it, if you're feeling through it, and you you, you just gotta keep walking, gotta keep walking. You have to accept things with grace. Um, it's not always easy accepting things with grace. It's it's not always easy taking the high road. It's not always easy, you know, wanting to tell somebody to mm, off, and you don't because you understand that your mission in life is so much grander than that. Those five on five seconds of feeling uncomfortable. And, and somebody getting underneath their skin. So if you are listening to me right now and you wondered how I started that in hindsight, I don't feel like I even did it justice. I feel like there's so much more I need to say. Um, but lately, I write a lot. So I've been writing a lot. And I just, I get the emotion out more raw as I'm writing. But even even then, so I feel like that's so personal that I can't share it yet. But um, this this outlet is, is still my favorite. Still my favorite. Writing is more personal for me at this point in my life. But if you're wondering how I keep going, I keep going by the grace of God, and for the fact that I I have single mom strength and I don't quit. And I know that you listening to me right now, you 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 enjoy listening to me and vibe and fucks with what I say. So it's it's a very it's it's very spiritual work, but it's work that I know will pay off later. I'll see the dividends later, not necessarily today. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with slow progress. I always have been. I prefer it over fast because sometimes when you rise too fast, you miss certain steps and then you come right back down down. Because you didn't understand the lesson. So once you obtain the level of success that you're looking for, will you be able to handle it? That's something else that you should really look at. What I'm searching for, what I'm doing, once I get it, how will I act? What will it do to my life? How? Because let me tell you, the more you, you rise in the ranks, the harder it gets to connect and be like-minded with people. It's just difficult because they don't, they're not going through the journey with you. They didn't come with you. So it becomes a bit harder. Not for me, because I feel like I can connect with anybody. It's just a thing. I'm very likable. I'm very personable. I know how to make conversation and, and really get to know somebody. That I don't haven't encountered that as of yet. But there's a part of me that feels like, maybe it's like the artist in me. But like, that nobody understands me. Um, that nobody gets why I feel the way I feel. And why I react and why I work the way that I do. You can have some sort of an idea. But I've yet to see anybody that really like mm, nails it. So, you know, it could just be me being overly complex. Which that is okay too. But this has been a ramble, this episode. How's everyone doing? How you doing? You doing all right? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe you're not. Maybe you are. If you are. Kudos to you. If you're not sending love, even if you are, I'm still sending love. I was actually this week, I finished watching Made on Netflix. It was really good. It, yo, that, that lady went through everything. I found myself freaking tearing up at some of the scenes because I've been there before. So if you haven't watched it, watch Made. I'm currently reading the Will Smith biography, which I haven't finished yet because I've been so busy this week. But um, 
it's really, really good. I'm a fan of Will Smith. So whenever I'm reading it, I read it in his voice. Like his voice is in my head as a narrative, which to me is like genius marketing because that man has, I've watched him my whole life. Ever since Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I used to watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when I lived in the Dominican Republic. So, you know, as a kid, my older cousin slash brother, Sergio, who is 35 right now, so 32, who's about three years older than me, he would watch it. And um, I would end up being in the room because it was either you watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you watch novelas, or you watch sports with my grandfather. I don't know which of the three TVs you thought I was sitting at, but I would always get shooed away from all three of them. So, (laughs) and I would have to... I would have to stand. The three TVs was a little later. I must have been in like I must have been like eight or nine years old when I one of the trips that I went back. But growing up, I I lived in the DR till I was about five. Till I was five, I immigrated to Toronto when I was four. Um, and I remember sitting with the like standing with the antenna and having my grandma tell me, "Okay, no, move left, move right, move left." Over there, stand there. And I would have to stand there with damn antenna while they used to watch, you know, their novelas, which is soap operas if you if you don't understand English. I mean it's Spanish, English, oh my god. So yeah, it was it was such an episode. Like just remembering that is such a sweet memory. But um yeah, I I would watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air back then when we had antenna TV. So him, Will Smith, I can hear him in my in my head reading it. That's good. I've basically grown up watching him on TV and, and doing all these phenomenal things. So maybe one of these days I can interview Will Smith. That would be super cool, wouldn't it? But this has been such a ramble. I've actually missed, this was such a such a good question. I had to do an episode of it because I, I feel like I didn't do it justice. I still don't. I feel like there's so much more I could talk about. But we are now going into, when, what day is it, yo? We're now going to, oh, this is the last podcast of January, January 2022. See, because next Tuesday is February already. Oof, time is flying by. January flew, and I feel like 2022 is just going to fly, so I can't wait to keep growing and tell you guys how everything is doing. So, if no one's told you today, what I'm going to say, I love you. This is your favorite podcast host, Hannah Guzman, coming at you from her bedroom studio, or without a mic yet, in Toronto, wishing you the best week ever. Toodles.